0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Full Disclosure Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and on this podcast, we talk about all things taboo in the Western culture. Shall we begin? Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Full Disclosure Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about cheating. Whether or not you're in a marriage or just a plain old relationship, cheating is pretty common. Now, raise your hand if you have ever been cheated on or you have cheated on your partner. My hand is raised for to have been cheated on. I have never cheated on my partner physically or emotionally. Now, when I say physically or emotionally, I want to say this. I've asked my male and female friends if my opinion holds any truth, and they said yes. So basically, in my opinion, I said that males cheat more on the physical aspect. They're thinking with their dick, whereas females, we cheat more on the emotional aspect, whereas we're finding a better partner than the partner we already have. Um, You know, we don't just go out there. And find a man to sleep with. No, we have to have some connection with them. Whereas a man will just bring home a chick they meet at from the club and whatever, fuck him and never see him again. What's the benefit of that for 30 minutes of pleasure? You know? But I'm not saying that every man or every woman cheats for this purpose, okay? Um, there are fuck girls and there are fuck boys. There are boys that do cheat with, um, with the women who they have emotional ties to. It just varies. But in popular opinion, and it's been... And it's been proven all across the board in social media, TikTok, that men cheat more on the physical aspect and women cheat more on the emotional aspect. Um, now, I do want to say this. In general, according to the Institute for Family Studies, men are more likely than women to cheat, but the gender gap in infidelity varies by age. Men, adults who didn't grow up in intact families and those who rarely or never attend religious services are more likely than others to have cheated on their spouse. Now, with this one, I really don't agree because I didn't grow up in an intact family and I didn't really grow up in a religious kind of household. I grew up Mormon, but like I refuse to go to church, but I've never, ever cheated on a man. Um, So, you know, I guess to each their own. Um, But I guess this is just in general. Um, Now, also what I want to say is that overall, so the demographics of cheating in America, um, which is the percentage of people who reported having sex with someone other than a spouse, um, this is while married, is looks like men is at 20% and women is at 13%. Caucasian is at 16%, African-American, 22%, and Hispanic, 13%. Um, it looks like men between the ages of 18 and 34, 11% have cheated. Ages 35 to 64, 17% have cheated. And 65 plus, 18% have cheated. Wow, those old men can get it. Um Now, if they have graduated high school or have not, about 15% have men have cheated. Some college, which means they didn't have a college degree, is 18%, whereas a college degree or more is 16% more likely to cheat. Um, Democrats, 18% of Democrat males um, said that they have cheated on their spouse, whereas Republicans is 14% and Independent is 15%. percentage of men who grew up with both parents 15% have cheated did not grow up with both parents 18% um uh, who attend a religious service at least once a week 14% of men have cheated several times a month or a year 14% have cheated or once a year or less 19% of men have cheated that's crazy um Now, here is cheating closely linked to divorce and separation. So 53% of men who have cheated on their spouse, 40% of them have divorced, and 7% of them have separated. Um, 76% of men who did not cheat, 17% of them ended in divorce, while 7% ended up um, separated. Which is crazy to think about now. What's this graph that really kind of blows my mind is men in the age gap who have cheated, the highest peak is 70 to 79. Okay, that is weird. Um, And then for women, the highest peak is in between 60 and 69. See, you would think that it's not as common for spouses or partners to cheat on each other once they're past a certain age I'd say like maybe 50 or 60 you would think it happens more in the younger generation but apparently it doesn't it's like the roles have reversed and for me that's kind of mind-boggling honestly that's really weird um I kind of want to talk about you know my experience with with my partner cheating um You know, I knew right from the get go that he was cheating on me. But being a young woman and a mom at the same time, and not and not growing up in an intact family where I I had both parents in the household, I grew up in a single mother household. I told myself if I ever had kids, I would do anything and everything to keep the you know um, to keep me with my partner. for my, my children's benefit, But as I matured, I came to realize that like, you know, parents, we do anything and everything for our children, but that doesn't mean we have to sacrifice our mental health, our physical health, to be with that person. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, you know, you can try and you can try, but if you try so much and it keeps failing, what's the point of, you know, to keep on trying? Like you have to sit there and you have to think like, is this worth it? Like, first of all, is this the person where I want to spend the rest of my life with? The rest of your life is a fucking long time. I was with my ex for 12 years. Okay. Like, that's a long fucking time, a lot of shit happened within those 12 years, a lot of life passed by a lot of life experiences, a lot of trauma, a lot of pain, a lot of love, a lot of milestones, not, you know, not just my life, but his life, our son's life. That's a long time, you know. Um, And you also have to come to a realization, like, is this relationship a toxic relationship or a healthy relationship? It's normal to fight. We all fight, we all get in disagreements, whether it's arguments about big things or little things that's normal but when you start bringing up past things that you both have agreed to just kind of forgive forget and just kind of let go but if one partner keeps bringing up the past and keeps bringing it up then and then that person's on over it and that's just hurting the other person you know that's just bringing them down um no, so you have to kind of sit there and you have to think like, is this worth it? You know, grass isn't always greener on the other side, but when you picture your life, do you honestly picture yourself growing with that person? I think growth is so, so important um, in a relationship. If you guys are stuck on this path, at the at at this crossroads, and you've been at these cross for crossroads for six months, a year, two years. You have to think, and not, and no progress has been made. It's the same. It's the same, you know. Like that's not really a relationship. A relationship to me is supporting one another through thick and thin, even if you disagree with what with what decisions they make. Keeping your own individuality is key in a relationship. I see a lot of couples who they start molding into one another. Now it's normal when you've been with a partner a long time and you start, you know, like, you know, their mannerisms and you, and you start to mimic those manner, those mannerisms and, you know, vice versa for your partner. But it's when you start losing your own individuality. It's when you start losing yourself or you start succumbing to what they want to do and only what they want to do. And, but they don't want to do what you want to do, you know? Then you got to sit there and you got to think like, Hey, this is not, this is not right. Um, there's a lot of people, it's mostly the women, unfortunately, who kind of succumb to their male partner. Um, you know, your identities mesh, your identities become one and that's not how it should be. First of all, I think couples who do everything and anything together, I think that's very toxic. Um, I believe that yeah you can spend the majority of your time together but like go out with your girlfriends have him go out with his guy friends go out together with both your group of friends or you know you with his friends and he with your friends even though he may not like it but you know like do stuff not just with each other with each other's do stuff with each other's families and blah 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 kids you know um is super important and if you you're looking at your relationship and you're seeing that it's becoming more and more one-sided, then you need to take a step back. You need to be like, okay, this is what we need to work on if we are both willing to work on it. Or are we past working on it and we need to cut it off? Um, you know, cause you have one life to live one life. Um, and unfortunately a lot of us spend our life in regret and it shouldn't be like that, you know? Um, We should be able to learn from our mistakes. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we make those mistakes on a repetitive cycle. You know, it happens. Nobody's perfect. Um, but I also want to say that, you know, I posted on my social media a video about love versus loyalty and how I feel like nowadays you really can't have both in a relationship. Um, I honestly rather have loyalty than love. Because when I think of loyalty, I think of my partner being loyal to me a hundred percent. Um, you know, choosing me over over cheating, you know, um taking my side in arguments, you know, like being like having my back. Whereas love, like you can love somebody and still cheat on them, you know, like But if you're loyal, you won't ever, that won't even cross your mind to have both, I think would be amazing. And I know there are couples who have both love and loyalty in their relationship, but I mean, I haven't seen it with my own eyes. I haven't seen it with family or friends. I've never heard of any, whether from firsthand or secondhand experiences, I haven't heard of anybody knowing a relationship that was built on love and loyalty. Um, You know, and I think after being cheated on multiple times, my ex-husband having multiple affairs with different women. Yeah, I don't want love. I want somebody to be loyal to me. And the moment a man says that he loves me, I'm not going to believe it. For one, growing up, I never really knew love, like whether that was unconditional love or love, I just never knew it. It's foreign to me. I know that I can love and I love hard. I know what love is, but I have never felt it. I have never been on the receiving end of it. It's always been me giving, giving love. Um, and that's just the way of life for me, unfortunately. Um, you know, it is what it is. I'm not. And here's another thing where I don't like. I've noticed now, like, with on dating apps, people are so... They're, like, in a hurry to be in a relationship with somebody. What happened to actually being friends first and getting to know each other and working up to a relationship to see if you even want to be with that person? But so many people are so quick to be in a relationship and then that relationship fails They could have lost a really great friend, you know, not everybody you meet, you have to fucking fuck or date. Maybe they could just be really great friends, you know, I mean, what's wrong with that? I feel like my generation and the, and my, and my son's generation and the generation in between, if there even is, I don't even know. Um, you know, we are so in a rush, but there's no rush. Honestly, there's no rush. It is okay to be alone and be by yourself, Or just have casual, you know, friends benefits. No strengths attached or no emotional strings attached, you know? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I am just very skeptical about the whole love bullshit. Truly being happy with somebody like I have never, I don't know. I've never seen it, you know? I've never been in it. But I could be wrong, you know. This is just me being moody and all depressed and all this bullshit. But, like, think about that, you know. Like, look at your parents. Are your parents together? Or are they divorced? Do you know your father or your mother? Did you grow up in a single family household? Did you grow up with just your grandparents? Did you grow up, you know, think about that. Like, you know, I feel like everything ends I don't think anything lasts forever, but that is just me right now. You know, just because it's all I've ever known is nothing lasts forever. I hope one day some man will come into my life and will completely change that. But right now I don't want that to change. And that's the key. That's the key thing. I have to want it. I'm afraid for it. I'm afraid as fuck. When people start getting close to me, I them away and most of it is from you know trauma from my my past marriage or trauma you know growing up from sexual abuse and stuff like it just I got that wall up I got that guard up um and I'm happy with that guard it makes me who I am I feel comfortable in it you know there are times where I get out of my comfort zone little by little and I'm chipping away at that wall and It feels good, but it's going to be a lifetime of that. You know, when you give yourself, when you give all of yourself to somebody, when you give all of what is in your cup to somebody and there's nothing left for you and that cup has been dry and that cup has started to crack because you haven't refilled it for yourself, like it's hard to refill that cup solely for you and not for anybody else you know I don't know but anyways let's get back to the cheating I I just went off on a tangent there not sure why but I got into it um so it looks like according to this website still is men are more likely to be remarried than women are after a divorce. Um, a portion of currently married cheaters may be remarried since we can't tell from the, from the data whether or not the person who has cheated is still married to the spouse or he or she is cheated on. Now, also, I should say that according to this, um, this website, if you are widowed or if a sp- spouse is widowed, Um, and the living spouse or partner um is with another person, that's considered cheating. Interesting. Um, which I can understand because if that if their spouse was still alive, they wouldn't be cheating. But you know, I feel like, you know, if your spouse has passed away, I think you should get a pass, you know, you should be able to remarry or to, you know, be with somebody else because that partner is not alive anymore. But really, really weird. Um, so I just, I don't know. Some of these I don't agree with because like, why honestly, like, why does it matter what political party you are in or if you have gone to church or not? Some of the men I know who have gone to church on like religiously have cheated on their partner because they're forced into their religion. They grew up having to go to church and doing all this. And then that's the way they live their adult life. You know, is because the thrill of it. Well, A few of my guy friends said it's the thrill of it. It's the thrill of committing sin that is a, that's tempting and that's that's satisfying. So there's a lot of things that I don't under like I don't agree with this. Um, you know, all I can say is that the only way to truly change, you know, how we perceive cheating and why we cheat is to talk with our kids and let our kids know that, hey if you want to cheat or if you're thinking about cheating, break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend or your spouse or your partner, just break up with them, you know? And also if you are going to cheat, don't hide it. Be honest with your partner. You never know. I think for women, I think for a lot of us just being able to be honest. If you know, if my ex would have said, Hey, I cheated on you. Like no, I wouldn't have been okay with it, but like we would have been able to work through it more, you know. Um, I wouldn't have left that relationship like emotionally right off the bat, be- you know. Like I would have tried to stay and make it work, but men feel like they need to lie, or women who cheat feel like they need to lie to their partner and try to hide it. Like, why there's no such thing as having your cake and eat it too? Have your cake. or not have your cake and go find a fucking brownie or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I just feel like if you are thinking about cheating or if you, or if you have cheated or if you've been, or if you think you've been cheated on, always ask, always speak to your partner you know, don't stoop to these levels of going through their phone and going on that. Because as soon as you have an inkling that something is off, 99% of the time, something is off. They're hiding something. And whether you find that out by that person being honest, or you finding out yourself? Once that trust, like that trust level has diminished, it is gone. Therefore, that relationship is Done. Okay. Trust takes years. And I mean, years to build, but seconds to shatter. And when that trust shatters, it's going to make that relationship more difficult to stay. It's going to make that relationship more difficult. It's going to be harder to stay in that relationship because now you're going to keep guessing, well, what are you doing? Who are you texting? Where are you at? People have the audacity of tracking each other. Like, what the fuck is that shit? I don't like, no, I'm not for tracking. Like, if that trust level is gone, peace. See ya. Bye. I hope she or he was worth it. Like, bye. You know, and I think a lot of us, especially women, need to be stronger in that aspect. That, yeah, it's, it sucks. You love this person. But you also have to have trust. You can't just have love. Because with love comes with trust, you know. Um. Yeah, I just... And I'm only speaking about this is because I have been that person. I have been that person, that woman I am talking about, where I find out he cheated, but I still stay with that relationship. And that relationship is never the same. I can speak about this because I've been there and I'm telling you what not to do and what to do um, to make your life easier and for you to bypass all that pain because that pain fucking sucks. That pain sucks, you know? And it just fucks you up for the, for a future relationship. You know, that next relationship you get into, think about this. If you come from a toxic relationship and then get into another relationship, you have to unlearn all that toxicity and learn what a healthy relationship is. And a lot of times that next person you get into a relationship with is not patient enough, is not understanding enough, is not willing to work out all your kinks, you know, that's why I say, if you go through a breakup or a divorce or a separation, take your time to be alone to work through how to get rid of that, that toxicity, how to not think, not how not to go into that relationship thinking of everything that your ex did. Because sometimes, you know, that new man in your life is a great dude, you know, But you already put this preconceived notion on him that he's going to be like your ex, you know. And that's not healthy. Like, there's no even point in being in in a relationship like that. I'd rather just be alone and work through that shit because that's not fair to him or her, you know. This goes for both females, males, or whatever the fuck you identify with, you know. I mean, it goes for everyone. I don't know. But I feel like cheating is so common nowadays that like, which is why I feel like people don't want to really be in a relationship anymore. They want to be in situationships, which is weird. Cause I feel like that's going to fuck you up even more, you know, like you're not each other's, but you are each other's. I, I mean, I don't get it. Like unless you establish guidelines and rules, like from the very beginning saying, Hey, no emotional strings. And as soon as those emotional strings happen, bounce, you know, because a lot of the times they end up happening, those emotional strings, uh, um, form on the, on the, on the female side, on the women's side, more than the man's. And when that starts happening, you need to go, you need to go, you know, um, Because you know that that man is, that's all he does. He's a fuck boy. He goes around and he has friends with benefits with everybody. You know, you're not special. You are not special. Quit telling yourself that you are special and that he's only seeing you or fucking you because he is not. And you, and if you think that he's solely 100% yours, you're delusional. Sorry to say, but you know, it's just the way it is. Hey guys, one last thing before you leave, go ahead and like, follow and subscribe. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at full disclosure podcast. And please email me with your responses and with your answers and any feedback regarding this episode and future episodes at full disclosure podcast at gmail.com.